Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I think we had a great game plan coming in, and I'm just, you know, proud of the way everybody came in and uh, executed. Shotgun snap, held up, pump takes and a sideline throw. It's caught by Ebert, who got a block, and he takes it from the 10 to the 5, and on the numbers, Ed Herbert takes it in for the touchdown. The running back, who got a quick pass on a sideline delivery, a 25-yard touchdown catch and run. Bill, who is the starting quarterback? Yeah, we just finished the game. Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Berry, served by Applebee's. All right, welcome to the Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Berry. I am Jay Croucher. It was almost the zappy hour, and then he threw two picks and lost the fumble to cap Monday Night Football. But We, uh, we just finished the game. <laughs> yeah, just finished the Jay, game. we just finished the game. Yeah. We just finished the show. That's, that's a good Bill Belichick impression. Game. That's better than Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's on to Cincinnati, even though they don't play... Cincinnati. On to the Jets. Uh, they don't the play next Jets. week. They're on to the Jets. They're on to New York as well. Speaking of New York, you know what else is still here? Big giant apple. The beautiful apple. The big giant apple. It's, it's like it's it, the. I mean, it's like I tried to kill it yesterday. It didn't. I was unsuccessful, as you can see. Anyone's like, wow, Matthew, you must have a lot of power at NBC. I mean, the show says Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Berry. Literally, my name's in the title. My my face, my beautiful mug. But you know what? See, that power is all pretend. Because that thing is still here. Literally had a conversation. Had to have a conversation, Jay. This is a true story. Had to have a conversation yesterday with our lighting team. Because, I don't know, can you see me from the glare? <laughs> there was literally a glare. That thing is so bright. Our poor lighting team had to, like, devise all these different things and put some green into the mix. Like, even though it's a red apple. Because I was so shiny yesterday. It's a disaster. <laughs> that is the that apple is the Patriots offense. <laughs> it's, that, uh, it's Jacob DeGrasse. It's the home run apple. It's from City Field. It is. But I'm just saying, like, it, it is it's a disaster apple is what it is. And um, it is embodiment, to bring it back to actual football, of what the Patriots offense looked like yesterday brutal mac jones uh did not get it done bailey zappi comes in to your point throws a touchdown pass it counts as a touchdown pass it was a little bit of a duck yes but as we were talking about it was a worse throw that touchdown pass than mac jones's interception which was also really bad yeah uh, interesting move from bill belichick to roll out the friday night lights season three two quarterback offense matt saracen jd mccoy yeah i think mac jones is a bit matt saracen about him uh, and then ultimately, like, we don't really know what's going to happen with this situation. It's very weird that the Patriots players didn't know that they were going to switch quarterbacks in right. the game. Right, that's the thing. Is that after, the sh- you know, after the game, it was just like, oh, you know, and, and, you know, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman mentioned on the broadcast, oh, he's planning on doing this, whether they, they were trying to cover for him or they actually told him that. But the fact, yes, 
Jacoby Myers, other players after the games, hey, did you know this was happening? No. No. Not at all. Now, fantasy-wise, what do we do with the situation? Do you think Zappi has a higher ceiling and can unlock some more Devontae Parker and Jacoby Myers? To the eye test, it feels a little bit more aggressive that he's a little bit more aggressive, which can be good, which can also be bad. I don't know that there's a massive difference here for our purposes because – if you are starting one, if you're like in a deep two quarterback league or a super flex league where you are starting one of them, you can start the other one. Like, I don't know that one is going to be fantasy relevant in a significant way that the other one wouldn't be. Um, both are either or is a low end QB2 against the Jets this week. Uh, but there's now the threat that one of them might get pulled because, yeah, if they're if they're if he's going college style and he's playing two quarterbacks, you just don't know what's going to happen here. Um, and we can talk a little bit more. I, I don't know that there's much to say about, uh, you know, you're starting Ramondre Stevenson every week. You're starting, you know, Jacoby Myers every week. And then I think you're, it sort of depends on your roster uh, as for whether Damian Harris or Devontae Parker get a real chance here. So, I mean, I don't know that there's much to take away from the Patriots offense. I think it sort of is as it is. I was disappointed by the Harris usage yesterday. Yeah. Stevenson was amazing. We talked about, you know, on the on the BetMGM social promo, we said, give me the over on uh, – uh, two and a half receptions from Ronjay Stevenson, right? And and uh, that ended up cashing. So um, one of the few one of the few we, winners. One, one of the, the few winners. winners from last night, night we had a us. tough night. Now, we uh, we all took the uh, the unders. It wasn't a tough night for Justin Fields, who finally broke out. He gave us the game that I think the people who drafted him were expecting going into the season, and he mostly did it on the ground with those eighty-two rushing yards and a touchdown. He has now had three straight weeks with 17 or more fantasy uh, points, back-to-back weeks with at least 18 fantasy points. He ends week seven as the fifth-best quarterback in fantasy. You think about their upcoming schedule. Cowboys, Dolphins, Lions, yeah, that's handy. Uh, and Falcons are the next three. So, um, uh, so you know, none of those defenses scare you from a can-they-stop-Justin-Fields running. Like, I actually think Dallas, even though that's a really good defense, might be good for Justin Fields running around sure. and you know watching Micah Parsons try to chase him all over the field. 80 yards rushing. Back-to-back games with 80 or more yards rushing in this one. Why don't we do this real quickly? Because it's, I thought two things. Number one is, I think that's the best game I've seen Justin Fields play from start to finish. Yeah, forget right? fantasy. He just looked good out there. He just looked good out there. He ran the offense. They had some designed runs. Uh, for him as well, which I think was important here. Um, you know, I think almost 28% of his rushes in last night's game were designed runs. So uh, that's exciting as well for me. And right, like, he made some accurate passes as well as you see it here on your screen. Like, you know, uh, 12 rushing attempts in week seven after 21 in weeks one through six combined. These are designed runs as you see it there on the top of your screen. 12 designed runs from last night. That's exciting to me, um, Jay Croucher. Yeah. So, why don't, back to my old stomping grounds. Yes. We used to do a thing called the name game, and then it went away. I, yeah. I, I invented this thing, name game. People would send in uh, really fun sort of drops that we would play, and then it just sort of went away. I don't know. The, the, the fun got sucked <laughs> out of a lot of stuff there um, at my old place. And so, anyway, for whatever reason, whatever reason, we went away from the name game. So, it's kind of out there. And I invented it, so screw it. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, let's I'm do bringing it. it over here, and you know. Um, uh, so anyway, so let's do a quick name game here. By the way, in any fantasy football pregame uh, listeners out there that want to, br- you know, do their own home edit for a name game that remember me from the 06010 name game, uh, by all means, please, uh, please send it in. 
um, you can tag us on social media. Anyway, so quick question. Rest of the season, do you want Justin Fields or Tom Brady? I'm still taking Tom Brady, it's, but it's a lot closer than you would have expected, certainly two weeks ago. But I think with Godwin and Evans back, I still think the Brady, they're throwing a lot more, even if they're not throwing effectively. I'm still taking Tom Brady. But here's the more interesting one for me. Would you rather have Justin Fields or the back-to-back MVP Aaron Rodgers? I'd rather have Justin Fields. Me too. And I actually don't think it's that close. It's not close. Yeah. I'd much rather have Justin Fields. I mean, it's, I, I mean it is what it is. I, I think Justin Fields is a borderline, you know, QB1 the rest of the way. I mean, I think he's, a, you know, in that 10 to 12 range. How about um, my guy, my preseason guy, Kirk Cousins or Justin Fields? That's close because I'd rather have Cousins over Rodgers. And I think that's neck and neck Cousins and Fields. But I think I would lean Fields just because of the rushing upside and what he's shown. But I think that that's, that's neck and neck. That one's, yeah, that one's neck and neck as well for me. I think I'd probably prefer the floor of Cousins. Yep. I, I think it would depend on what I need. Like, if yes. I need upside, it's Fields, but I think yep. the floor of Cousins. That makes sense. In fairness, I haven't checked the schedule to see how many primetime games yeah. the Vikings last, have. I don't think, yeah, last, yeah, go ahead. Derek Carr. Justin Fields. I'd rather have Justin Matthew Fields. Matthew Stafford, that's an easy I'd one. I'd rather have Justin, Justin Fields. Justin Fields as well. I, I'd rather have Justin Fields. I mean, Derek Carr, is all he's doing is handing off to Josh Jacobs, yep. and Stafford's look brutal. So, again, I think just to give you a range of sort of where we think Justin Fields is of the list we just said, I prefer Brady to him and Cousins barely to him. But otherwise, yes, over Rodgers, over Carr, over Stafford. Let's talk now, Jay, about these running backs here. Sure. Dave Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. I took the over on, on 10.5 receiving yards for Dave Montgomery, a number that he's hit in every game this year except the one in which I predicted he would do that. Khalil Herbert stole his, stole his catch, stole his touchdown. Uh, but, yes. I mean, the surprising thing is, is that both had fantasy-relevant games. Both got in the end zone. Montgomery has the slight bulk of the rushing attempts. Herbert, as he typically is, is more efficient with his own attempts. But, I mean... The thing is that we've always been talking about how it's ridiculous that the Bears don't pass more because they have a bad offense, and why aren't they passing? Well, if they're going to run the ball like this, and then you add Fields in his 14 rush attempts for 82 yards as well, then there could be fantasy relevance across the board. Totally a fantasy buffet in Chicago. 243 rushing yards, that's the second most the Bears have done this season. You know, when you think about Montgomery, Herbert, and as you mentioned, Justin Fields. Look, that's a recipe for the Bears to have success, right? Play good defense and run the hell out of the ball with those three guys, with Fields, Herbert, and Montgomery. Maybe they will continue to do this. This was an impressive win by the Bears, right? I mean, yeah. like they had 10 days. They came off the mini-buy, a bad loss to my commanders at home. The Bears were at home. And then they, you know, they go on the road to New England, and they take – I mean, this game wasn't close. This no. game wasn't close. They got a little bit of a spark when Bailey Zappi came in. But honestly, the Bears dominated from start to finish. Congratulations to everyone in Chicago. Yeah. I think the rest of the way – Unfortunately, like you saw there on the screen, 40 snaps for uh, David Montgomery, 29 for Herbert. I think you're going to still have to until we all prefer Khalil Herbert. We yes. all think he's the better running back, by, but we all does not include head coach Matt Eberflus. No. So as long as they continue to insist on playing Montgomery more than Herbert, I think you have to continue to play them that way. I think Montgomery remains an RB2 and Herbert a, a flex play with massive upside if anything were to happen injury-wise to David Montgomery. I, For the first time this season, he played less than 60% of the offensive snaps, David Montgomery. So maybe there is some hope for those of us who carry the flag for Khalil Herbert. Yes, and I do think that there is there is enough upside to be able to start both of them each week just because it's a kind of an Arthur Smith light situation where even when they're down, as they were against the Packers in week two on Sunday Night Football, they're still running the ball. They're not going to have Fields throw it 50 times. Fields isn't going to put on his Matt Ryan hat and just unleash 50 Correct. pass attempts. They're going to keep running the ball. Now, 
Before we get into Roto World headlines, just quickly, Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris, I think it's just you're not worried about Ramondre Stevenson. He was still able to put up big numbers, mainly in the yeah. passing game. Game script got out of hand, but, I mean, Damian Harris, is he basically just stashed at this point and hope that Ramondre goes down? <clears throat> I, you know, it was his first game back, and then game script got out of the hand, you know, and so, like, he, they prefer Ramondre Stevenson in passing downs, right? I mean, he was used on every third down plan. This is Stevenson, right? Um... Uh, so I, I think that this is. Um, I'm not ready to throw the towel in on Damian Harris. Like I was in the preseason, yeah. I was like, it's Ramondre Stevenson. Yes, you like. You know, that like, like that I, I was. I was just like, I prefer Stevenson. Even though Harris is going higher in ADP, I prefer Stevenson. I think he's the better running back, the more complete back. I've been Team Ramondre all along. Having said that, I'm not ready to just say, okay, Damian Harris has no use. I. Again, game script got a hand, and so they prefer Stevenson in the passing downs. But uh, I'm hanging on to Harris this week. I will say, though, Damon Harris likely on the hate list this week against the New York Jets. I do think Ramondre Stevenson is sort of matchup proof. The suddenly elite defense of our New York Jets. Right, yeah, let's... but I mean, Harris is, Harris is still like, Harris is a touchdown dependent high end flex. Yep. That's what he is. That makes sense. Okay, Roto World headlines. Let's start off. <laughs> Big news, certainly big NFL news, and there are some fancy repercussions as well. With the Colts suddenly, the Colts were plus 105 and the favorite to win their division a week ago. Now they've apparently given up on the season, or maybe not, and they're going to start Sam Ellinger the rest of the way. What does this mean? Are you buying Sam Ellinger still? So let's talk through this for a little bit. So first off, I don't think they're giving up on the season. I think they think they're trying to save their season. That's how bad Matt Ryan's been. And I think it's really interesting... um, so first off, I want to just credit. I just want to. I want to just give some credit and love to the Indianapolis Colts because Frank Reich came out and said, you know, yes, Matt Ryan's banged up, but this change was happening regardless of injury. Unlike the Broncos, who were like, who tried to pretend that Russell Wilson's awful play was because he was banged up, that somehow the you know the partially torn labrum is why he completely missed uh, <laughs> wide open KJ Hamler to win the game, yes. right? You know, like that that somehow that affected that. Like they were, like, oh no, no, Russ is hurt. Meanwhile, the Colts are like, no, like You're out, don't, it doesn't matter. This we were making this change regardless of the. It had nothing to do with injury. So I appreciate the honesty and openness from Frank Reich, and I think it's interesting. They have Nick Foles on this roster, and he hasn't been active every game. But Nick Foles is there. Nick Foles, who won a Super Bowl with Frank Reich, you know, who knows that offense, and they're still going with Sam Ellinger. And I think a lot of people are wondering, like. Who the hell is Sam Ellinger? Yeah. What's a Sam Ellinger? What is a Sam Ellinger? Well, I have good news for you, Jay Crouch. You're right. Well, I'll tell you exactly what a Sam Ellinger <laughs> is or who a Sam Ellinger is. So our very own Chris Sims, yes. former pro football quarterback, of course, and somebody who breaks down a lot of college tape for us here. He was on uh, PFT Live this morning talking about Ellinger. Let's hear from our colleague Chris Sims. I also think the Colts got to the, the point where they went, you know what? We're not going to get better. Like The offensive line's not going to turn around. This is not going to change. We got to get. We have to have a different, a different approach, a different formula. If they still want to hang in this thing, it can't be we're we're going to have our older, not mobile, weak armed quarterback drop back and carry us forty seven, you know, passes a game. That's not going to work. Ellinger brings another element to the team and a little bit more pizzazz and a little bit more danger and a better arm and he can run to where. Maybe he can hide some of the deficiencies of their football team, let alone make some plays like this that are off schedule that Matt Ryan is not capable of doing. So there you go. Listen, if anything, if anyone would know about, you know, University of Texas quarterbacks, 
it is Chris Sims. He's well-positioned. Right, exactly. was a legend there. Over 1,000 rushing yards in his last two seasons at Texas, Ellinger has. So you heard uh, you know, Chris Sims talk about the off-schedule plays and the mobility of Ellinger. His last two years at Texas, 15 rushing touchdowns as well. So that bodes well for fantasy success here. I think Ellinger's kind of interesting, Jay Croucher. He is a little interesting. One thing on Ellinger. So last year, Week 17, Colts go to play the Raiders. And the Raiders were eight-point underdogs to the Colts. And then Carson Wentz got COVID. And the line moved to Raiders plus one. So wow. the betting market thought that Sam Ellinger was seven points worse than Carson Wentz. The market has drifted the Colts yesterday. Now the Titans are minus 155 to win that division. But if you look at Sam Ellinger and his preseason, what he did, and the interesting thing there is the rushing component, which you and Chris mentioned. And that's where I think the value could come that Matt Ryan, who, uh, much to my chagrin, having bet on some Matt Ryan rushing props over the journey, Look, yeah. at, look at Ellinger move. Look right. at him take Did off. You see there, a little like lateral there, quickness. A little, yeah. a little throw on the move. Mobility, and then so you and what what you think there. So in addition to the mobility, the fact of the matter is, is we're just sitting here and talking up Justin Fields, right, and all of his mobility and his rushing. And I'm not saying that Ellinger has Justin Fields like uh, quickness, but he's really, you know, he is fast, and I think he is somebody that will put up a lot of fantasy points with his legs. Uh, Frank Wright making it very clear, this is not a temporary thing. Ellinger is the guy for the rest of the season. The quote from Frank Reich here is, quote, I've been particularly impressed with Sam in practice since the season started. I just think it's the best decision for our team moving forward. He went on to reiterate, this is for the rest of the season. It is Ellinger's team here. And so Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell, who's emerging, Alec Pierce, who's had some nice moments this rookie year, my guy, Mo Alley-Cox, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, Deion Jackson, you know, a, a trio of good running backs that, that all can pe- catch the ball out of the backfield. I would argue that despite the deficiencies of the offensive line, I would argue that the Colts skill players around Ellinger are better than the ones that Justin Fields has. Definitely. Not and, close. and so, right, right, exactly. Not close. And so, again, if you're saying like, hey, this is a guy that we think is going to have a lot of rushing upside similar to what Daniel Jones is doing, similar to what Justin Fields is doing. Um, uh, You know, again, quarterbacks on quote-unquote poor offensive teams but are still putting up fantasy points the way Jones and Fields are. I think Ellinger's in that mix, and so I think he's an absolute must-add in super flex leagues, in two-quarterback leagues, and in anything other than a one-team 10 quarterback league. Kind of an interesting streamer this week against say, my commanders. The mighty commanders pass defense. Mike, Mike, shut down Aaron Rodgers. Well, look, the defense has played better. Like, I've been killing them all year long. And, you know, give credit where credit is due. They've, they've sort of turned the corner and they're playing a little bit better. But they're still not great, my commanders defense. And with Patrick Mahomes on a bye, Justin Herbert on a bye, you don't feel good about Aaron Rodgers. There's, you know, some of these quarterbacks that we just talked about, you don't feel great about a lot of these guys. Like, you know, how confident are you in, like, Matthew Stafford? If you're looking for a bye week fill-in, I do think Sam Ellinger is pretty interesting here. And certainly I think, like, again, in anything like a 12-team or deeper league, if you need a quarterback, I think he's – I think he's going to be fantasy viable pretty quickly. Yep. And we're going to talk waiver wire. We're going to talk about his impact on Paris Campbell a bit later. I do like your commanders plus three against Sam Ellinger. It's not a lot of respect for the commanders. We're getting, plus three. We're, we're, we're getting three points? We're getting three points. It's in Indianapolis, but still, that's Whatever. not Whatever. Screw that's you, not bet right. MGM. What are you doing <laughs> yeah. here? You know what? I'll take that. I'm going to take the commanders at plus money against the Colts. That's yeah. outrageous. Yeah. I think that's wrong. That should be, like, I that agree. Should be, that should be one. Yes. I think the commanders are arguably better than the Colts if Sam Ellinger is a quarterback. Oh, my God. 
Okay. You know what? You know what? You know what? Bet MGM. I'm sorry. That was angry that I said <laughs> screw you guys. That's uh, that's too harsh. And so you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to. I would like to present this apple to you guys. I just need the address. If you guys could just somebody back there get me. Um, Blake, can you look up where BetMGM's corporate headquarters are? I'd like to send them this giant apple as a as a make good, as just an apology, an apology apple to my friends at BetMGM. I'm sorry. It, it, you had one wrong line. It happens. It, it, that's okay. Give me the commanders plus three. Apology apple. Magnificent. It's an apology uh, apple. It's an apology apple. I will get the – mark my words. <laughs> I will get this effing apple off this set by the end of the year. Oh, boy. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know if I have to go to Mr. Appleby himself and, and get on my hands and knees and beg him. Like, hey, we love your sponsorship. We love your money. We love your riblets. We don't love the big giant apple. Oh, boy. You know what I mean? Like, that, I'm, just, I'm just telling you right now. Mark my words. Go ahead. Record this. What, by hook or by crook. If I have to pick it up in the middle of the night and haul it off, if I have to accidentally tip it. You know how like, you go cow tipping? Yes. You know, you've heard of that? Like, if I have to go apple tipping it late at night, I'm just saying. <laughs> Okay. Let's talk, James. The only way that we can follow that up is with a discussion on James Robinson yeah. being traded to uh, to our New York Jets. Jags receive a uh, conditional round six pick. James Robinson in the Big Apple now. And uh, I think he has to, uh, I mean, I think he's on every roster anyway. But now with the amount that they run the ball, I think he's immediately going to become uh, the first and second down back. Michael Carter probably still gets the third down passing work. But you're starting James Robinson. And from a... Uh, I mean, it's been a roller coaster of fantasy emotions with James Robinson. Seriously. Like you, you drafted him late. We talked about him as a sleeper. We really liked him. Yeah. As we thought his ADP was way too low in the preseason. We talked about this, like, hey, they're going to use him a lot. And so he was like, he was a sleeper. And then he exploded the first couple of weeks, like, woohoo! And then Travis Etienne happens, and it's like, oh, but I thought Peterson liked to use multiple running backs in the last week with nothing. And you're like, oh, man. And then you're like, oh, he, you know, Peterson hinted that maybe there were some health issues. And you're like, oh, man. You know, and you're all bummed. And then um, and then Brees Hall goes down, and you're like really bummed. Like, well, that just that just sucks for the NFL, yes. for regardless of whether you have Brees Hall in your roster. That just sucks because, you know, just what a great story and great kid. So, anyway, you're like, you're like ah, bum, you know, James Robinson, no fantasy value. I guess he's just, you know, insurance for Travis Etienne. And then you, you get the alert, you know, the Fantasy Life app alert, and you're like, oh, hey, what? He's a jet. We're back. We're back. Yeah. We're back, I'm, baby. I'm going to take a gift. Yeah, yeah, he's back. exactly. Rising up, you know. It's, uh, it's, the, um, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. I'm effing back. <laughs> yeah. You know, James whatever. Robinson. So, anyway, that's James Robinson. Um, uh, who I agree with you. I think he, he immediately becomes like a low-end RB2. Michael Carter value, same thing, a roller coaster of emotions. Like, you know, yeah. if you had Michael Carter... Very brief you're, high this time, right, immediately like, back down. I've got a number one running back. Ooh, back down I to do a flex. Not. Yeah. Back and to an, uh, you know... They play the Pats two of the next three weeks as well, and as the Bears showed last night, you can run on the New England Patriots. Uh, there is, like, the Jets, they've got so many injuries right now. Uh, they lose uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, triceps out for the season. Obviously, Brees Hall goes down as well. But the Jets, I mean, this doesn't show a lot of confidence in Zach Wilson. Oh, maybe no. want to air it out? Make it a passing attack? No, don't Ooh. even see, need to see one week of that. Let's go straight no, to picking but, up Oh, but you know runs. what? I, mean, I think if you're a... First off, I think... Literally, I think James Robinson becomes a poor man's Brees Hall. Yes. He's not going to have the passing game usage that Brees Hall did. But, yes, I think the volume will be there. We think he's a talented running back. So, again, he's a usable RB2 this year. James Robinson, Michael Carter, again, the flex. Um, and we'll talk about ETN in a second here. But, uh, but yeah, like, Jets are going for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think if I'm, if I'm a Jets fan, I'm excited, right? Yes. You know, I'm optimistic because not only they're winning, they're like, hey, we don't think this is a fluke. 
No. Brees Hall went down. You know, we're going to go in and get help. And by the way, I was amazed at like it's like a fifth and sixth. That was all they had to give up to get James Robinson. Yeah. I mean, Conditional just, sixth round pick. Yeah. I mean, like anyway. So nice job once again. Joe Douglas just doing a great job there in New York. My New York Jets. You know, I'm the only guy that likes him on the set. All of you, you and Connor. Rodgers both hate him. I don't know why, but whatever. I've been on the Jets since day one. You yes. know, I'm a, I'm a hardcore fan. Me day one Jets fan. Me and Matthew Fireman Barrett. Ed. Everyone knows that. We, we go way back. Yes. All right. Um, so, and then the other side of here, like, you know, all the emojis, right? Rocket ship emoji, yeah, like, yeah. to the moon, all of it with Travis Etienne. Like, uh, we did not think he could, you know, 15 touches last week, right? He's now had three straight games with over 100 scrimmage yards since week five. He's been the 18th best running back in fantasy, and his big playability, his passing game usage, and now what appears to be the majority of the backfield to himself, I think he is, it is ETN season, you know. Huge chance to be a top 10 running back yeah. going forward. That might be just the baseline expectation to be a top 10 running back going forward. Yeah. He cost himself a touchdown with a fumble around the five against the Giants. That should have been an even better game. Yeah, you know, and, and that's a weird one. And same thing with the Commanders as well. He, he, yes. uh, he, he, two, he cost dropped, himself two he, touchdowns. He, two touchdowns. One was I mean, like that, Right, the numbers I think would be even more impressive on ETN. Uh, Jermichael Hasty. we'll get into running back waivers here in a second here, but if you're looking to have some – Insurance on ETN, I would suspect Jamichael Hasty over Snoop Connor yep, uh, as we're looking at the Jaguars' backfield. Yep. All right, so let's now go to, um, and the last thing here is Amon Ross St. Brown of the Roto World Headlines. Jay, uh, Amon Ra was in the concussion protocol, didn't actually have a concussion. Yes, one of I those new things. I don't. It's not ideal. I, 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 and the new pro, like they, they've gone really far the other way, yes. right? I mean, which listen, same thing I, with Teddy I, Bridgewater. Apparently, didn't have right a concussion. And, and yeah. you know, listen, I mean, did I lose a fan? Of, did I lose one of my dynasty matchups because I have Amon Ross St. Brown? By literally, I lost by a point and a half, and I have Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, like that you know, he had got point nine or whatever. That like, stinks. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, but he looks like he's going to play, and if anyway, he does, obviously you're starting him in every single. So league. good news there. Look, if, if they're going to change the concussion protocol, you'd rather them be more. Um, yeah, you, you know, want more to skew caution. To you want to skew towards the pulling. caution, but yep. Okay. It's, anyway, it's they haven't totally nailed it right yet. No. All right. Let's jump into waiver wired on running backs. So we have the Chiefs on by, which is kind of. Thankful for everyone dealing with that situation. Just don't have to think about it for a week. Between Pacheco, McKinnon, and CEH. Chargers on by. That's that's not one you're too happy with. Uh, So let's start with Gus Edwards, who was one of the big stories. uh, Broke out for a huge game. The Ravens running the ball a million times against the Browns. I believe it was exactly 44 times. And Gus Edwards with the 16 carries, two touchdowns. He should be owned in every single league. Yeah, he's available in 57% of Yahoo leagues. And so we're looking at running backs that are available in over 50% of leagues. Obviously, look to your league, see who's out there. You know, if a James Robinson somehow got dropped, you know, like, Worth picking him up. But, yes, of running backs that are available in at least half of the leagues on Yahoo, Gus Edwards, you know, looked the part, got more carries last week than J.K. Dobbins has ever in his entire career. As you mentioned, the 16 rushes. He also led the Ravens running backs in snaps. He had 50% of their carries. We know they want to run the ball. Uh, As you mentioned, they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's the Thursday night game. So we'll see if he, you know, he's coming off the ACL, like he had a big workload last week and now a short turnaround. So we'll see if he gets as big a workload on Thursday night. But worth noting, these, these same Buccaneers 
gave up 173 rushing yards. Not to, so vaunted. Right. I mean, to the, to the Carolina Panthers, who didn't have Chris McCaffrey. Deontay yeah. Foreman and Chuba Hubbard just ate them up last week. Every year of his career, Gus Edwards has averaged at least five yards per carry and at least 700 rushing yards. Gus Edwards needs to be, uh, you know, a, a number one priority. Yep. He's, and I think but, he's, he's going to lead this backfield, and who knows when Dobbins gets back. Exactly. I think he's going to be in the same range as a James Robinson going yeah. forward, that low-end RB2 type. And the Ravens are favorites in Tampa Bay on Thursday night, minus one and a half. So the market, BetMGM, is buying that the Bucks are a little teetering on disaster if they haven't already got there. Uh, but we can see what James, uh, what Gus Edwards has done his past three seasons. Uh, obviously, he is a monster yards per carry guy. And with the amount of times that this Baltimore offense is going to get into the red zone, we'd expect that he'll be t- punching in some touchdowns as well. All right, let's talk about those Panthers running backs who just lit up Tampa Bay. Deonta Foreman and Shuba Hubbard. Suddenly, very interesting Carolina Panthers. I kind of like them at 20-1 to 1 to win that division, just because it's such a tire fire. Why not? Right, PJ hey. Walker looked phenomenal. Yeah, the defense is good. Chuba Hubbard and Deonta Foreman, apparently uh, yeah. an elite running back duo. Why right. not 20-1? to 1? They're a game back, and they've got the tiebreaker over Tampa and New Orleans because they beat both of them. I don't know. Uh, yeah, 20 to 1? Why not? Yeah, why not? 20 to 1. Yeah. yeah, throw a couple bucks yeah. down at, uh, at, at BetMGM. Use co- promo code Barry when you do. <laughs> Uh, just do me a favor there. Um, ask to see the big giant apple that'll be outside their corporate offices. Uh, here's the thing on Deontay Foreman. Uh, I prefer him to Chuba Hubbard, as we said. I just yeah. always think he's got um, the better chance at scoring a touchdown. He had 71 yards after first contact. I mean, like, look, majority of his rushing yards, like about half, came on that one 60-yard run. But he, that's in his skill set. That big playability to sort of burst through the line. We saw that last year in Tennessee filling in for Derrick Henry. Um, look, Chuba got a little bit banged up. If they needed him, they could have brought him back. It doesn't seem like it's serious. But it looks like both guys are going to get enough run here, you know, um, that I think both are sort of flex viable at Atlanta this week. And so, um, look, game script obviously worked in their favor. Uh, you know, and I don't weirdly, I don't know if they blow out Atlanta the way they blew out Tampa Bay. I know that seems insane to say, <laughs> but... Um, uh, you know, the game's in Atlanta. I feel like Atlanta like, will toughen up, you know. Uh, they usually know. They hang around. Too. I kinda, the Panthers are four-and-a-half-point dogs. I don't even think you need to worry about the points. Just back the Panthers plus 190 on the money line. Yeah, I like that. that. Like, I like that bet. I like yeah. that bet. Yeah, look, look at Panthers, you. Panthers, keep I. pounding. Keep pounding. Yeah. Keep pounding the money line. Yeah. Keep pounding the, uh, the, <laughs> you know, the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers. They fit right They're to our niche. Team. Yeah. yeah, they really do. I'm a Seahawks man and the Panthers man now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you love the that. Jets, they lost Brees Hall. I'm not, not right. as bullish yeah. anymore. Right. Jaguars no longer on them. They're two and five. Yeah, I'm out of the Jags. The Falcons have hurt me, you know, with Arthur Smith's decisions. Anyway, let's move on to Isaiah Pacheco. Anyway, so we, we, we think both Carolina Panthers running backs have value and should be pick, picked up uh, Foreman over Hubbard. Yeah, but you should me, own both uh, of them. But, yeah, both, both guys should be rostered as well. Hubbard played on 86% of the third downs, and so in games in which yep. they're trailing, you know, he's going to be more the, uh, the passing down back, the PPR guy. Yep. You mentioned Isaiah Pacheco on a bye this week. Yes. But Go ahead. What? You, you, no, you I, say, I mean, you've still got to But he was named the starter. He was yeah. named the starter, named the starter. Uh, for the Week 7 game at San Francisco. Now, as we warned on Fantasy Football pregame, yes, you're big whatever. You're a big like, warnings guy. I tried, like, whatever. I mean, just saying, played 30% of the snaps. He mostly played towards the end. The fact of the matter is, though, he is getting run with one of the best offenses in the NFL. Probably should be rostered here. They're on a bye this week. They play Tennessee out of the bye. I still think it's going to be a ride the hot hand, but if something were to happen to Edwards E. Lair 
or Jarek McKinnon. Pacheco is somebody that they like, and he's in, here's the positive on Pacheco. He's increasing his role every week. You know what I mean? Like they're using him more and more and more and more. And so n- neither you or, not, or I are particularly big CEH fans. No. And no so, you know, there's a chance that maybe uh, as the season goes on and coming out of the bye, they use Pacheco more and more. You have to pick him up because he's the starting running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, but there's like a 90% chance he's not going to deliver what you want. But for that 10%, he has to be owned. We are on the same page. All right, let's move on to Tyler Algier, who plays the Carolina Panthers. Algier suddenly getting a lot of work, 44 carries the past three weeks, and uh, he's in the Arthur Smith offense, so you have to Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, he's just like, hey, Arthur, we're down 21 nothing. It's the first quarter, you know. I hand it to Algier. Yeah. It's um it's uh it's third and sixty-four. Yeah. What Tyler Algier time. Tyler Algier up the middle. Yeah. Let's uh let's do this, but whatever. As you see here on your screen, double digit rushes each of the last four weeks. Um, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag there. 84 rushing yards, 45, 51, 50. You know, um he did get the rushing touchdown um uh last week. Yeah, look. <laughs> it's not inspiring. It's not inspiring. <laughs> like, listen, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to talk you guys into Tyler Algier. Like, it, like, it's okay. You don't is, have to. A lot of people like, why does NBC pay you the big bucks? Listen, it's not my handsome good looks, right? It's, uh, it's because, it's your because Algier I'm willing. Because I'm not everyone's willing to go on national television and try to talk you into Tyler Algier, and I am. I'm like, I'm that guy. I'm a man of the people. I'm just like, we love Tyler look, Algier. I, I mean, here's what I can tell you about it, Tyler Algier. <laughs> Look, I mean, look, he's averaging under three and a half yards per carry That's for three straight. He's, he's got the, two receptions. The new Cam Akers. He's got two receptions on the year. Like, he's not involved in passing it. But he's going to tell you about Tyler and Joe. He qualifies at running back. And in some leagues, that's all you need. Like, he's a live body. He's a warm body. He's, a, yeah. he's somebody that qualifies at the running back position in your fantasy football league. And, um, and they're going to run. Atlanta is going to run. It does not matter what the score is. It does not matter... What the game script is, what the down distance is, they're going to run. They're getting their ass kicked last week in Cincinnati. Marcus Mariota threw it 13 times. And that's probably more than Arthur Smith wanted. So Tyler Algier is the lead of a committee on a run-heavy team. Um, And again... Qualifies at running back. Qualifies. He's going to be 13 carries for 50 yards every single game with and like a 30 percent chance of a touchdown, exactly. something like that. Okay, let's move on. Guy, not not a dissimilar place. Latavius Murray, who ceded uh, the, the starting role, I guess, which he briefly captured in that second half against the Chargers, back to Melvin Gordon. Uh, didn't get the bulk of the work uh, against the Jets. Now he goes to play the Jags in London. I think Russell Wilson's probably going to be back. Yeah. I wonder, if they still sell, guy you want? I wonder if they still sell the Danger Witch in London. They've discontinued they it here in the don't. States. No, they won't. You don't think they so? I don't think so. Is the Danger Witch is something that they would like no in Australia? No one knows who Russell Wilson is in, in London. What about in Australia? Would they like... I mean, like, you guys eat, like... Don't you eat Spam and, like... Uh, really. And no, you also rough. eat the... What's the... And, 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 possums. You know, possums, <laughs> wallabies, <laughs> kangaroos. Yeah. Like, you know... You like, um, What's the there, – there's a thing – there's a real Australian thing that you guys really like. What's the – Meat the, pies? Meat pies. That's big that, on meat pies. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. some point. Well, but, firstly – But you, some, might, you guys might like the Danger Witch. I don't think we would. And also, we had some Australian viewers reach out to me. Also, okay. it's a bad sign that it wasn't any of my Australian friends who reached out to me because apparently none of my Australian friends <laughs> no, watched the show. Really it was are, just yeah. random Australian viewers. They reached out to me and they said, I pronounce uh, Renaissance correctly. That's how we say it in the Queen's Wrong. English. Renaissance. Yeah, you can take you can take your Renaissance with your apple, and you can go 
play Latavius Murray in London. Listen, when you're doing when you're doing Australian rules fantasy football happy you hour, learned that on then, Crocodile Dundee when you were writing that. In I Los did. Angeles? I learned a lot. Yes, exactly right. I think I'm more of an Australian national hero than you are. Well, because yeah, I, yeah, I wrote one of the Crocodile Dundees. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know, Paul you took Hogan, him out of Native that country son. though, and you put him in Los Angeles. Yes, I did. But we shot some scenes in Australia in that movie. That's true. The, yeah, the, 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 the movie opens in Australia, and then he goes to Los Angeles, where where I don't want to ruin the movie because I'm not like you, but. There's some bad guys. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. Like, a real renaissance man. Oh, my Crocodile God. Crocodile Dundee. Anyway, let's back to Latavius Murray. I'll try to – because they're going to want a video for social here. So let me try to – so the question is about Latavius Murray. Mike Boone was placed on the IR, so a three-headed monster now becomes a two-headed monster. And I think there's probably some value here who's – in Latavius Murray, who I think is as good as Melvin Gordon, probably has a longer leash. Melvin Gordon has kind of this um, – has this fumbling issue, like even last week in week seven, which Melvin Gordon, quote, got the start, he still played basically 40% of snaps. So he, he, it's a committee back. So we're talking flex range here, but, you know, sometimes, I'll put it this way, I think he's got a better chance of scoring a touchdown than Tyler Algier on a week-to-week basis. Yes, and probably a better chance than Melvin Gordon as well. Right, so um, just like he's that guy. He's in that range. He's in that Tyler Algier range. He's in yes, that. what a range. What a beautiful I mean, that's range. What, that's where we're at Over these the days. mountains. That's, what, that's where we're at. Also need to note, Mike Boone placed on IR. Yep, Marlon Mack signed. It's like a, an NFL GM. Who cares? NFL GM has a physical response to a running back. Oh, where's Marlon Mack? Let's he's sign been, him. He's been passed around more than this apple will be. Like, can we... <laughs> can, Max just, tour around Alexa, the our, you know, Alexa is our executive producer. Just, Alexa, could we see if we could trade... Will you contact uh, the Denver Broncos and see if they would accept this giant apple in exchange for Marlon Mack? And we'll just have Marlon Mack back there, just like hanging out. Maybe he can be, make some drinks. That would be so incredibly some... strange. <laughs> Marlon Mack. Just whatever. We'll put, him in a, we'll put him in an Applebee's star. t-shirt. I'm just saying, I'm like, he's, sure. it seems like Marlon Mack's always available. I just, I, I, like, you know, he's just, he's always Marlon available. Mack. All right, quickly, All right. a couple potential drops. Elijah Mitchell and Kenyon Drake. Sure. Dropping them. Uh, yeah, I don't have any problem dropping any, any of them, right? By the, you know, Elijah Mitchell, when he comes back, sure, but he's going to be CMC insurance as well. If you're in deeper leagues, some just stash candidates, guys, you're not going to use this week. But if you're just like, hey, I'm pretty good. I feel pretty good. I'm 5-2 and two or whatever. I feel like I'm heading to the playoffs. Alexander Madison coming off the bye. He may have been dropped, obviously, with the Vikings. James Cook. Hey, there's a chance that Cam Akers gets dealt as well. Yep. Kyron Williams we like a lot. He's going to have a big role with the Rams when he comes back. And how about Dearness Johnson? Sure. As Kareem Hunt has been mentioned in trade rumors, if Hunt gets moved, uh, you know, Dearness Johnson could have that role. Hunt's had 12 touches in five to seven games this year. You're getting double-digit touches with the Browns. You have fantasy value. Sure. I mean, you know, in the, you know, Tyler Algier. The Tyler Algier range. What a range. All right, we're going to break. We always talk about, you know, Tyler Algier would be a great, you always talk about we need that guy that came in the line. It's the the Mendoza Mendoza line. It's the Tyler Algier line. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. When we come back, waiver wide, wide receivers. I'm going to hunt around the set and see if Marlon Mack is looming somewhere. He's been on like six teams in like a month. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. 
Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, fantasy football pregame is hitting the road again after we turned out in Philadelphia and all those fans came to watch us and not watch Man City Liverpool. They were in Man City Liverpool jerseys, but they were there to learn about Tyler Algier. Absolutely. So we're heading to Buffalo this weekend for Packers Bills. Sunday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, outside Highmark Stadium. More details to come, Matthew Berry, but we will be there. Yes. Show, listen, bring your booze. We want you all liquored up. It is a pregame. You are in Buffalo. Yes. Um, So we want you to come, bring your flaming tables, bring your brats, bring everything, bring your Vegemite for my Australian friend. (laughs) Bring it all uh, to Highmark Stadium there as well, 11 a.m. to 1 o'clock Eastern. We will have a grand old time. Fantasy football pregame live yes. from Buffalo. Wander aimlessly around the stadium. We'll let you know where we are. You'll, yes. you'll know by the time. We'll be there. By the time Delivering content above the Tyler Algier Meridian. I have been told somebody is jumping through a table. I don't know who that person is. It's that guy. But, um, oh, you know, you know who, what, wait, what's that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Big Apple just told me. Big Apple just told me he wants to jump through oh, the table. He wants to jump through the flaming table. He's indestructible. He's like Michael Myers from Hell's He, Red. he, he probably is. He can he do it all. Is. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna throw him through the table and then um and like and then we'll like oh good we got rid of him and yeah. then we come back it's on like, Monday and he's there. Yeah. You know that's happening, right? <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. What's happening? I agree with you. I feel okay. like we should name him. Should we name him Big Apple? Like I feel like we should need name him Tyler. Apple? Or Marlon? Marlon? <laughs> Marlon? Marlon? After Marlon Mack? Yeah. All right, what do you think about that? All right. Uh, tweet, okay. at, tweet at me, at MatthewBerryTMR. Uh, tweet it at CroucherJD. Okay, and, uh, wave a wide, wide receivers. Let's jump into it. All right. Like, jump into it like a, like a table at a Bills tailgate. Yes. Jump into it. Exactly. Firstly, quick mention of George Pickens. Who's yeah. Like, I feel like I, he just should be owned. Uh, he should be rostered in every league. George Pickens got into the end zone. He's not getting as many targets as you'd like. He had that brief upside that he showed with Kenny Pickett, but I still think that he's a guy you need on your roster. He's, he's available in 43% of leagues, so he doesn't really meet our threshold. But, yes, if he is available in your, in your league, he would be our number one choice here. Yes. 14 or more fantasy points in three or four. And just to the eye test, dude's a baller. Yeah, he's, the dude's, he's, the dude's he a baller, an and there's a connection there between him and Kenneth Pickett. Absolute monster. Okay, Wondell Robinson, who is the number one pickup, given in We've terms been, of He was the number qualifies. one last week. We talked about him. We talked about him on fantasy football pregame as well. Um, my bold prediction was he would finish as a top 20 fantasy wide receiver. And what did he do? He went out and finished as wide receiver 35. <laughs> but the fact is... <laughs> It felt like he it was. Felt it felt like, like he it. was there. God, he started hot. He, he started, started so hot. hot, like a flaming apple. Uh, yeah, what are you gonna do? Well, Daniel Jones kept tucking it and running it. It was super annoying here. But what's exciting is, like, he had eight targets last week. He's been targeted on almost thirty percent of his routes this season as well. He had a sixty-nine percent snap rate in Week Seven. 
23% in week six. So it's trending in the right direction. I think this week it probably gets over 80% as well. They're really excited about Wondell Robinson, and I believe you and America should be as well. They play the Seahawks this week. You like that matchup. Yeah, you do. And the thing is, I think there's a there's perception that the Giants, like defense and Saquon, no, the offense has been really good. It's been really efficient. Daniel Jones has been great relative to expectations. It's That's really the key. The relative to expectations. Yeah. I wouldn't say the offense has been great. The offense has been competent. Yeah. Saquon's been great. Daniel Jones has been good enough. He's getting they, where it needs to go. That's correct. And they, they've been creative enough in using and, and doing, uh, letting Daniel Jones do what he does versus, um, uh, you know, hiding what he doesn't do well. Yes. So they've done a nice job. You know, Brian Dayball, what are the odds on him for coach of the year? Because Plus 250, and I think he should probably be the favorite. Nick Sirianni is the current favorite. I just think Dayball's coaching more, and yeah. he's got less to work with. And uh, they almost have the same record. Yeah. Okay, let's jump into Josh Palmer. I should be host of the year. Like, you're the current favorite. <laughs> yeah. You're, but I I'm have Nick less, Sirian- I'm Nick You're Nick Sirianni. Sirianni. Yeah, I mean, you're undefeated, but, but I have less to work with. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying here? So I am, I, Brian I'm, like the, I'm Brian Dayball. Yeah, I'm doing a better job with less to work with. You, you've, you know, you've, you've been given, you know, you've been given Jalen Hurts, and you're, you're, you're running the offense, which yeah. is fine. Yeah, it's the fine. Offense. Yeah, yeah, we're going exactly. 17-0 and 0 right. on this side of the table. All right, let's jump to Josh Palmer. Yeah. Uh, looks like Mike Williams is going to miss weeks, not days, according to Brandon Staley. They have the bye this week, but you'd expect that he's probably going to miss some time beyond that that and so Josh Palmer who I mean not so much this year but previously has produced really well when Keenan Allen or Mike Williams have been out now gets an extended run missed last week with a concussion but like just a talented player had a nice preseason well he's had a couple of moments here he's had six or more targets in four of the last five games as Keenan Allen has missed time Keenan Allen's back but now as you said we expect Mike Williams to miss quote weeks not days as you and Brandon Staley both Staley both said both said, oh, God, I can't speak English here. Um, he's had seven career games where he's gotten six more targets. He has 13 or more fantasy points in six of those seven career games. Uh, as we've talked about, six or more targets again in four of the last five. We expect that to continue when they come out of the bye at Atlanta, at San Francisco, home to Kansas City. You're not using Josh Palmer this week, but I do think he's a good sneaky stash. Talented player on an offense that, that has to get better. Yep. Can't speak English. Try speaking Australian, Matthew. Renaissance. Uh, Renaissance. Let's jump into Paris Campbell, who is getting Cooper Cup level usage the past two weeks. But I think you have to be a little bit concerned, just given that that was established with Matt Ryan, and now it's the Sam Ellinger show. Yeah, you know what? My uh, I'm a huge Jimmy Buffett fan. Jimmy Buffett has a song called "He Went to Paris." Um, also, another song called "Last Mango in Paris." Paris <laughs> shows up a lot, weirdly, in Buffett songs. Anyway, so um, I'll figure out a way to work those puns into this. Just so you know, I just want to let you guys know when I when I say like you know that was below uh, the Tyler Algier range. I'm sure yeah. it was. I'm sure it was. But you know, he went to Paris. That he means me uh, or, or Sam Ellinger will go as well. Back to back games now with 18 or more fantasy points. Double-digit targets, seven or more receptions, and a touchdown in both games. He's playing a 99% snap rate, 88% from the slot. When you think about how bad this Colts offensive line is, Jay, wanted to get the ball out quickly. Certainly that was the case with Matt Ryan. Sam Ellinger will run around a little bit more, keep plays alive. But Paris Campbell, who's a talented wide receiver, like he was a highly thought-of prospect coming out of Ohio State. Injuries have just derailed him the last couple of seasons, but now finally fully healthy and available in 95% of leagues. I like him against the Commanders this week. Then he's at New England, at Las Vegas, home to Philadelphia. You can throw against Philadelphia in terms of the slot. So uh, 
I do think Paris Campbell is kind of interesting here. Yeah, I'm just picturing Sam Ellinger in Paris now, just walking by the Seine, right, right Notre Dame. Eiffel, Maybe right. Marlon Mack is there as well. I'm sure, probably. <laughs> right, with Big Eiffel Tower, um, absolutely <laughs> okay. eating a mango. Okay. The last mango in Paris. All Donovan right. Peoples-Jones, uh, who is suddenly seeing a bit more target share, almost, averaging almost seven targets his past four games, and he's playing Cincinnati this week. He's available in 80% of Yahoo leagues. Very quietly, DPJ, as I call him, and I think no one else does, <laughs> has had 70 more yards in three of the last four games. He's had over 50 yards in five or seven games. The Browns are competent. The Browns have a competent offense. Yep. And, and what they're doing is, with Jacoby Reset, they're running the ball so effectively, setting up play action. Peoples-Jones is always a deep threat, as you see it there on your screen. 5 for 71, 450, 4 for 74, 6 for 71. Like, useful. Donovan Peoples-Jones, like the definition of useful. Like, is he awesome? No. Do we think he's going to be awesome? No. It's still a run-heavy team, and that offense goes through Amari Cooper. But with David and Joku going to miss multiple weeks with his high ankle sprain, we'll talk about it when he gets to tight ends. Maybe there's even more targets that will go around to guys, to the ancillary pass catchers that aren't Amari Cooper, including Donovan Peoples-Jones, who comes in uh, on our waiver wire list today. Yep. Home Cincinnati by at Miami, at Buffalo. They're going to be underdogs in all of those games, and so presumably will be throwing a little bit. Uh, not an underdog, the Jacksonville Jaguars this week in London are three-point favorites against uh, your Denver Broncos. Cheerio! Let's ride. Yeah, cheerio. Let's ride. Cheerio. What, is, what is British for let's ride? Let's ride chaps? Yes, let's ride chaps. All right, yeah, fair. That's how it goes. All Zay right, Jones. Let's go to Zay Jones. It's a shocking British accent. Anyway, Zay Jones has had four games of eight-plus targets, though no reception more than 20 yards. They just haven't had the depth. Yeah, I mean, look, I, they're going to... I like Zay Jones. I don't know that I love him this week against Denver. But after that, Vegas and Kansas City, like, if there's a positive, right, he's had eight or more targets in four of the six games he's played this year, 22% target share. Like, after Christian Kirk, he's the wide receiver that you want on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. Lawrence is playing better. They're going to be throwing more. I don't have a great case for Zay Jones, and I'm certainly not starting him this week against Denver, but I just, if you're looking for guys, if you're like, in the, I need a guy with a pulse, yeah. right? You know, Zay Jones has a pulse. He like does he, have a pulse. He's, there's a, he's a talented player in a good situation. Quickly, now, Marquise Goodwin, picking him up, and pl he's playable if there's no DK Metcalf, and then not if Metcalf's around. All we know from Pete Carroll is that he doesn't need surgery. Does that yes. mean like he's, so obviously good news for DK Metcalf, but he could not need surgery and miss a month, or he could not need surgery and then play this Sunday. So uh, if DK Metcalf is going to miss time, Marquise Goodwin would be the guy that you want to pick up with. He had the two touchdowns, four for 67 on five targets with a 54% snap rate last week with DK Metcalf in part of that game as well. If you're looking for guys to drop, Devin Duvernay, we think, is possible to drop given the run-heavy nature of that team and Rashad Bateman being back. Some stash candidates just, hey, the trade deadline might be coming up or guys that aren't useful now but might be in the future. We've, all, we've talked about Odell Beckham Jr. quite a bit. Let's see if Elijah Moore, you know, injuries to Denzel Mims and Corey Davis, maybe Elijah Moore uh, gets back in the mix or he gets moved. And Traylon Burks, obviously, yep. he'll be back soon for the Tennessee Titans. Okay, let's go to break. When we come back, waiver-wide quarterbacks, including locker room leader Daniel Jones. How man. Wow. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. 
Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. That was quite the speech, Daniel Jones, Giants locker room, impressive victory. Uh, but, you know, Giants locker room learning what I learned a long time ago. Like, Daniel Jones is a man of few words. <laughs> yes. And the fewer the better. Um, here's an interview that I did with Daniel. This is a true story. Uh, the NFL, I go to the rookie premiere for the NFLPA every single year, and here's an interview I did with Daniel Jones, his rookie year at the NFLPA rookie premiere. What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you on or off the field? I don't know. <laughs> What's one thing people don't know about you? I don't I'm not kidding. What's the worst tattoo you've ever seen? Is this like live or? I don't know. I can't think of anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on that. The most awkward interview is all. If you want to see that again, it's on my TikTok at Matthew Barry TMR. All the graphics and uh, music were done by my eight-year-old daughters, by the way. They, you know, I let them do uh, stuff on my TikTok. By the way, my eight-year-old daughters now 11 years old. It is their birthday, Brooke and Samantha. Happy birthday, happy birthday. to my loves. Uh, my daughters are 11 years old today, my twin daughters. All right. Um, but Daniel Jones, while he is an awkward interview, he's kind of a good fantasy quarterback. Oh, We've yeah. talked about him throughout the show. He's actually a top-nine fantasy quarterback on the season so far this year. 343 rushing yards and three rushing touchdowns this year. Three different games with 60 more rushing yards. Uh, he plays Seattle this week. I think he's a very – he's a top 12 play this week and a viable – he's a viable quarterback the rest he's of the He's not even a streamer. You're just starting Daniel Jones. All right, quickly, let's race through some names. Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton against the Vegas Raiders. Uh, are you streaming either of those if they are the starter? Every quarterback to face Las Vegas this season has scored at least 18 fantasy points. Yeah, whoever's named the starter, as bad as Dalton's game was against Arizona – he still was the fourth-best quarterback in fantasy. Like, we make fun of the two pick sixes, but he still put up points. They're going to have to throw. And then how about Taylor Heineke of my 2-0 and oh over the last two weeks, Washington Commanders. How are they 3-4? Like, like they're, they're throwing a ton. Like, he had three games with 40 more rushing yards, more mobile than he gets credit for. Uh, QB 14 last week, he plays the Colts this week. Worth stashing, by the way, Malik Willis. Looks like Ryan Tannehill is going to be okay, but just the way he's seeing Willis is somebody that, again – Tons of mobility, a little bit of Justin Fields in him in terms of last year. Like, won't always be pretty, but he will get you fantasy points because of the mobility. Yep, he will. I think Taylor Heineke is the really interesting one against that pass defense of the Colts, which hasn't been great. We're wearing Commander's Red today for Taylor Heineke. They're three and four. They're half a game out of the playoffs. It feels like they're one and six, and they're done. Those could be high leverage games against the Giants in the back yeah. end of the season. Really, really will be. Um, we'll see. Maybe they get flexed into Sunday Night Football right here on NBC or Peacock. I am a uh, company man. Yep. When we come back, 
We will see if the apple is still here. I know we will talk about tight ends. Talk soon. Waiver wide tight ends. Let's start off with the great, the great Greg Dolchich playing against the Jags. He's become the clear tight end one in Denver, seeing the bulk of the snaps. Is he a guy that you're interested in streaming against the Jags? Yeah, I mean, like, I, listen, I, I like, am I interested? Interested is a strong word, if, you know, to be very, very clear here, right? But like, he's had double-digit fantasy points in both games since he came off the IR. Nine targets last week in Week Seven, tied for the second highest on the team. His 19.5 percent, uh, you know, target share. So I think he's a he's a touchdown dependent, uh, you know, tight end too. Uh, there are worse matchups for Dulcis than the Jaguars this weekend. He's my top tight end pick if you're picking one. Very active. How about Irv Smith, who's had a touchdown or at least five targets in four of the last five games? You always say this, start your tight ends against the Arizona Cardinals. Yes. They've allowed the most receptions, the most second most yards to tight ends this season. We saw what Juwan Johnson did uh, last week against yep. them. And as long as we're talking about my Swagwars, yeah. how about Evan Ingram? Three straight games with six or more targets, 40 yeah. more yards. He's healthy. He's got the he's, talent. He's catching the – he's holding on to the ball. Yeah. Right? So, don't love the matchup with Denver. But, by the way, and we would mentioned it, David Njoku, he's injured. He's going to miss some time here. So, uh, Harrison Bryant will be the guy that uh, figures to get more of the um, – more of the work here. We'll see how much he blocks because Njoku's a really good blocker, which is why he's on the field yeah. as much. But so far, the Browns passing offense has really gone through the tight end. Yes. Harrison Bryant, who's a talented young player that they like a lot there. You know, um, I don't know. I've if always need- liked Harrison Bryant. Yeah. And now he's his chance to shine. Now it's his chance to shine. Okay. All right, Jay. Listen, it's closing time. There's the last call, which means you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here for Jay Croucher. I'm Matthew Berry. Good luck on waivers tonight. We'll see you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Happy Hour. Peace out. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.